Millennium listeners, it's good to be back for another episode of Millennium Live. My name is Connor Tuohy. I'm very happy to be here. We have a great episode today, and I want to get right to it. We have a great company called Exilus, who's on a mission to break down the healthcare silos and create a frictionless healthcare system. And to talk about the company and the solutions that Exilus provides, we have Joan Butters. She's the Chief Executive Officer, as well as a co-founder of Exilus. She has over 20 years of experience in the payer and hospital, physician, and pharmacy space. And she brings a combination of insight and expertise to her position because prior to Exilus, she was VP and General Manager of Strategy and Emerging Solutions at Optum. So thank you, Joan, for joining us. It's great for you to have you here. Yeah, it's great to be here, Connor. We also have Tim Costner. He is the Chief Revenue Officer at Exilus, and he too brings over 20 years of experience. He previously served as the Chief Growth Officer at WellSky. So Tim, thanks for uh, joining Millennium Live as well. Great. Great to be here. Thanks again. So Obviously, this is a healthcare chat, and uh, you know, with the healthcare system the way it is in the United States today, it's it's important to have these conversations. So, with with our audience is interested in some really great solutions, I want to make sure that our audience knows all about Exilis and what you have to offer. So, I'm going to open it up as a very general question to start. Is you know, what are the main market problems that you're trying to solve over at Exolus, and specifically, how is the Exolus solution unique in solving these problems? We'll start there. Yeah, so great, Connor. I'll, I'll grab that question. Um, so so you know, there's no shortage of press. In fact, today, this morning, uh, the news around the end of the strike for the hospitals in New York City, uh, Montefiore, and uh, and uh, Mount Sinai, you know, the channel, the the, problem, the 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 issue at hand there was both wages, but also um, staff uh, burden, overstaffed burden. And so, if we think about the things that we're trying to address at Exilus, uh, that's just one of them, right? Cl- clinical efficiencies and how do we use technology and artificial intelligence to help drive clinical efficiencies within healthcare to help address some of those real. Um, and 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 acute problems. Uh, you know, there's other you know labor shortages, price pressures, misaligned incentives, the general cost of healthcare made more acute through inflation. Those are all the things that we're trying to do in in, in the application of technology and artificial intelligence. I think I've taken that one step further. I think it's it, very importantly, and I think you mentioned in the in the opening statements, it's. How do we do that, not just within the four walls of a hospital, but across the healthcare ecosystem? And so one very deliberate approach and, and, and opportunity for us at Exilus is to, uh, to think about ways that we connect the dots between payers and providers and reduce that friction through, again, objectivity, efficiencies, technology that aligns mm-hmm. and, and allows for collaboration between those two entities. So very exciting for us to to be able to address some of the very, you know, um, like I said, acute problems and and real problems in healthcare through the application of artificial intelligence. One thing I might just add to that is um, our clients are looking to do more with less. So that's both providers and payers. 
So that's really our sweet spot is how do we create efficiencies and, and typically in the form of reducing the administrative work that really is not doing much for us. So it's it's not impacting uh, or improving the quality of care or the accessibility of care. So what is that administrative waste that we could take out of the system so we can do more with less? That's awesome. Well, thanks for that awesome intro. And I really want to get into it a little bit more. You know, we have some really awesome purpose-built solutions that we're going to be talking about. We have industry-leading AI. We're accelerating data-driven decision-making. And we're collaborating between the payer and provider space. We're bringing those two together. So that kind of leads into my next question is, when and why did Exilus grow its solutions to serve both the payer space as well as the providers? And secondly, you know, can you name some examples perhaps of how your customers are able to realize the value and improvements uh, when using your solutions? Sure. So I'll take the first half of that question, Connor, and then hand it over to Tim in terms of uh, some of the the, the 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 realized value. But you know, if I think about the history of Exilus, uh, we, we we started our our journey uh, providing solutions to hospitals, uh, acute care hospitals, and and again solving some of the problems that Tim and I mentioned in the earlier question around efficiencies, objectivity, uh, you know, uh, abilities to to apply technology to what has typically been a very manual and and labor intensive process. Um, so in the benefit, you know, one of the things that I love so much about our customer base is our early adopters and even some of the our, our, our customers today, they're always look, they're helping inform us in ways that we can uh, continue to help address some of the bigger challenges within healthcare. So we are fortunate to have a, a very innovative leader in a health system uh, or, um, in what, local here to Tennessee um, and, and brought to our attention that, hey, you know, the work that those we're doing at the hospital is the same work that the payers are doing uh, to help to, to make decisions about the appropriateness of care for a patient. And so the, 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 the light bulb went off at the end of the day to say, if the, if the payers are doing the same thing, why can't our solution sit in between the payer and the provider to, 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 to help enable both the both entities to be have be more efficient and be more collaborative and more aligned. And so again, what I love about our customers is how innovative they are, how they push us to provide new solutions. And again, not just solutions in a vacuum, but solutions that are going to address the end to end ecosystem of healthcare. So that became the birth of our opportunities to serve the payers as well, knowing that hospitals were eager and hunger for ways to create that alignment. And we had some very early uh, hand raisers within the hospital systems to say, let's go try this for payers as well, all in the all with the end game of creating that that efficiency and reducing the friction between both parties that are doing the same type of work and have the same North Star end game in mind. Yeah, maybe just to to expand on that. I mean, we so for the ten years of the company's history, we've been working with provider organizations and. Again, kind of in that theme of doing more with less, we've been able to demonstrate tangible um, value, quantifiable value in the categories of making our clients more efficient. So principle for us is how do we go reduce the amount of unnecessary time for the clinicians, which are in short supply, as it relates to doing functions that could be done through better use of automation, including uh, leveraging data. 
So through, as Joan mentioned, through our, our history, beginning with our, our early adopters, um, we've proven out the ability to, to optimize workflows that were not well automated or supported by um, technology in the past. And really those same value props that the provider realized, again, typically clinical efficiencies, making the right decisions, um, reducing friction, those were the same value props that the payers were looking for too, increasingly. Um, so, you know, where we are today in our 10-year history, and I'll stop short of giving you specific names, but uh, we have over 300 hospital clients using our systems today, and, and within that mix, four of the top 10 health systems. So we're very proud of our, uh, of our client base, and we benefit and fortunate, working with them and are fortunate to have them on board. Um, and then really in the last three years is when we've really in earnest shifted towards also bringing a, a focus to bringing payers onto the network. And really our results to date are a third of our hospital clients, uh, that 300 are connected to their payer partners in their markets. And we're seeing an acceleration on the payer side because again, the value props are the same. If we can help the clinical staff within the payer organization be more efficient, and if we can also reduce the friction, it is supportive of the goals of the payer. So one of the things I would just tell you in our, in our experience is the alignment of incentives, although still a challenge as it relates to driving efficiencies, both parties are willing and eager, largely driven by some of the supply uh, challenges on the clinical workforce side. Congratulations on 10 years. That's a great accomplishment. And the amount of systems that you're serving is, is incredible. And the, the fact is, too, that some of our audience still may not know about Exilus. And, you know, there's there's plenty of providers and smaller systems out there that may not know you. So is is there one thing that, you know, our audience perhaps should know about Exilus and about your technology and the solutions? You know, is there and, and it could be even your existing clients, too, if there's a solution out there that you wish maybe current clients knew more about that they could utilize. Yeah, I mean, I'll take that one, Joan, and, and please weigh in as needed um, on the, you know, let me give you three, three specific items. One is, and I think we've touched on this, but we were intentional in building a platform for both providers and payers. We are optimizing for the healthcare system not optimizing for any specific stakeholder. And again, where we see the real magic happen is when we have alignment. Um, and the way that we drive alignment is really through our, uh, our data science capabilities. So think of, of AI. Um, so it's, it's of benefit to have both the provider and the payer on the same platform looking at the data in the same, same manner uh, in real time. But if we can provide objective data, it also allows for those decisions to be more straightforward. And um, on the AI front, you know, AI is obviously a huge buzz. Um, we are intentional in, in simplifying that. So we are not trying to solve all of healthcare's problems. We are not creating new uh, medical knowledge. We're not disrupting the um, relationship of the provider and the patient. What we found is there's a very practical application of AI in reducing those tasks within healthcare that, again, are unnecessary and frankly, not uh, driving quality improvement. So our, our, what I would say in terms of what I want others to know, um, what we want others to know is we've got a very practical application of AI, and it is 
It is targeted towards problems that are solvable and meaningful in healthcare. And then probably the, the third point I would make is um, what, what we wish people would know is, it, you know, there's also this uh, perception that payers and providers, that there's increased friction and we're not going to be able to solve for that. In earnest, we're seeing um, payers step up. Again, they have many of the same challenges as our provider organizations relative to needing to find efficiencies and dealing with staff shortages. And at the end of the day, they also value their relationships with their providers. So we're seeing an increased interest in the payers wanting to get on board. Um, and frankly, they haven't had the tools available to them. And, and, and those tools are available today. And certainly Exilus is one of those. And one thing I'll add to that, Tim, uh, it, 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 that the practical application of AI, but also the measurable value of AI as well. I, I think that there's some misconception that, you know, that, that again, Tim, as Tim said, we're not trying to solve all the world's problems through AI. Um, and there's, you know, sometimes we get caught up in uh, is AI, can you, can you measure the value, the tangible and financial value that it brings back to the organizations? And I think that throughout our 10-year history, we've been able to do that, right? That there is, it's, it's not a nice to have, it is a, a there is a, a measurable outcome through the application of AI to reduce the expense and to reduce the friction. That's great. And and all this shaping intelligent decisions in healthcare is is very important. And as we, you know, we're coming into mid dare I say the mid twenty twenties already. Uh, it's it's you know healthcare. It's very it's at a stage where I think we need to make sure that it's sustainable for the future. And so, in in that being said, you know, where do you see your your product ex expansion uh, moving forward into the future and and your por portfolio of what you're offering now um you know where where do you see it going in the near future as we go through the 2020s yeah so connor you'd mentioned kind of the the, the where healthcare is and the need for um, to maybe challenge the status quo a little bit in terms of how do we think about the patient journey and 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 one of the areas of opportunities we know is the appropriate care setting, the appropriate care in the appropriate care setting at the appropriate time. Um, so there's a lot of you know a lot of buzz around the digitization of healthcare and can patients be treated at home as opposed to having to be treated in the hospital. Um, there there's some ambiguity there in terms of the appropriateness of those that patient's journey. But when we think about about our trajectory and where we plug in. It's all about the appropriate care in the appropriate setting at the appropriate time and, and leveraging the same methodology and framework that we have in terms of the utilization review space. So using artificial intelligence to help identify, bring to the top of the, the pile those patients that are maybe more appropriately cared for in a post-acute care setting or more appropriately cared for at home, all with the end game, again, is to reduce the cost of health care. So how do we use artificial intelligence to help identify um, where that patient should be treated, when they should be moved, what's the transition of those patients, and all to help clinicians better drive and make those decisions in terms of the appropriateness of care? You know, we're, we're talking already about the future. And, you know, I think it's a topic that, you know, we cover a lot on this on this podcast. I like to to get everybody's opinion on the future. I, this question is for the both of you. You know, what excites you most about Exilus and, and the future in, of healthcare? 
Yeah, and I'll go, I'll, I'll take that, Tim, and if you want to jump in um, afterwards. But, you know, I love being the lead dog in the application of AI <laughs> solving healthcare challenges. I think we've proven that through the work that we're doing. And as Tim mentioned, the fact that payers, we're leading that conversation between payers and providers in, in, in ways to create a, a, um, a frictionless healthcare system. Uh, you know, 10 years ago, a senior healthcare executive uh, told me it could never be done, right? Um, <laughs> And I'm, I'm, I'm gratified to have proven him wrong. Um, uh, and it's been the company's rallying cry ever since. We continue to challenge the status quo in ways <clears throat> that materially impacts how healthcare operates. That excites me. I think that excites the organization. I think that should excite um, the healthcare industry in, in, again, having us be an organization that is bringing forth ways to solve challenges that otherwise would not have been addressed and in ways that create collaboration and alignment between providers of care. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's well said. I don't have much uh, to add to that. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm extremely excited about our ability to uh, support our clients and drive more value into the healthcare system. So um, we've got a, we've got a bright future and I think it's important for healthcare. That's so awesome. Thank you. Uh, thanks for setting this new standard uh, for the communication and alignment you know, between providers and payers, you know, and health health plans in general, it's, it's going to make a better healthcare system going forward. And, and that's, that's what we need right now. So before I let you go, is there anything that you'd like, you know, the millennium audience to know and, or to remember, perhaps there's a few of our members listening in who are planning on meeting with you. Is there anything that they might want to know beforehand? And, and, um, and to end this uh, podcast with some uh, some wisdom from excellence. Yeah, so Connor, you had mentioned it in the earlier question about the, that the, there's a there's a transitioning happening within healthcare, right? COVID has kind of accelerated the reasons to find efficiencies uh, where maybe the status quo is a little bit more acceptable before. Um, you know, I think the needs are different uh, because the times have changed, and you know, I I, I would hesitate to. Most leaders are looking for ways to improve cash flow, reduce administrative waste, improve productivity and job satisfaction of staff. I think the, 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 the fact that that's the very squarely the space that we're playing in and, and that's our mission um, is what I want the audience to know is that that, that, is, that is what gets me up in the morning, what gets Tim up in the morning is, is finding innovative ways to break down the silos that exist between payers and providers and to create a better system for, for all. Well, Joan, Thank you so much. Uh, it's an inspiration to be able to learn from you and to learn about excellence and the solutions that you're providing and the the transformation that you're you're making in healthcare. Joan Butter, CEO, Tim Coster, CRO of Excellence. Thank you so much for joining Millennium Live, and looking forward to meeting you in the future at an event. Well, thanks for the time and and appreciate the 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 opportunity. Of course, thanks, Connor.